He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. The Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together the Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and became the fruit, first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in all Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. This morning's psalm is Psalm 104, found on page 467 on the Book of Common Prayer. Praise the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, thou art become exceeding glorious. Thou art clothed with majesty and honor. Thou deckest thyself with light, as it were with a garment and spreadest out the heavens like a curtain. Who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters, and maketh the clouds his chariot, and walketh upon the wings of the wind. He maketh his angels winds, and his ministers a flaming fire. He laid the foundations of the earth, that it never should move at any time. Thou coveredst it with the deep, like as with a garment, the waters stand above the hills. At thy rebuke they flee, at the voice of thy thunder they haste away. They go up as high as the hills, and down to the valleys beneath, even unto the place which thou hast appointed for them. Thou hast set them their bounds, which they shall not pass, neither turn again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the rivers, which run among the hills. All the beasts of the field drink thereof, and the wild asses quench their thirst. Beside them shall the fowls of the air have their habitation, and sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from above, the earth is filled with the fruit of thy works. He bringeth forth grass for the cattle and green herb for the service of men. That he may bring food out of the earth, and wine it maketh glad the heart of man, and oil to make him a cheerful countenance, and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord also are full of sap, even the cedars of Lebanon, which he hath planted. Wherein the birds make their nests, and the fortresses are a dwelling for the stork. The high hills are a refuge for the wild goats, and so are the stony rocks for the conies. He appointeth the moon for certain seasons, and the sun knoweth his going down. Thou makest darkness that it may be night, wherein all the beasts of the forest do move. The lions roaring after their prey do seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth and they get them away together, and lay them down in their dens. 
Man goeth forth to his work and to his labor until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are thy works! In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. So is the great and wide sea also, wherein are all things creeping innumerable, both small and great beasts. There go the ships, and there is that Leviathan, whom thou hast made to take his pastime therein. These wait all upon me, thou that mayest give them meat in due season. When thou givest it them, they gather it, and when they, thou openest thy hand, they are filled with good. When thou hidest thy face, they are troubled. When thou takest away their breath, they die, and are turned again to their dust. When thou lettest thy breath go forth, they shall be made, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. The glorious majesty of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. The earth shall tremble at the look of him. If he do but touch the hills, they shall smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. And so shall my words please him. My joy shall be in the Lord. As for sinners, they shall be consumed out of the earth, and the ungodly shall come to an end. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. <clears throat> Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the, the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these forty years. So you should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you to a good land, a land of brooks and of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes which I command you today, lest, when you have eaten and are full, and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness, in which were fiery serpents and scorpions, and thirsty land where, where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the rock of flint, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, and that he might test you, to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Then it shall be, if you by any means forget the Lord your God, and follow other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day, that you shall surely perish. 
as the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish, because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Te Deum. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. Thou hast overcome the sharpness of death. Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever world without end. Outsafe, O Lord, keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the fifth verse of the sixth chapter of St. Matthew. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to, to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will, will reward you openly. But when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their, their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, the Dignus S. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hath redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is our kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, from whom all good things do come, grant to thy humble servants that by thy holy inspiration we may think these things that are good, and by the merciful guiding may perform the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, send us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We need to begin in Psalm 104 this morning with our meditation because um, Psalm 104 is this kind of uh, wondrous um, hymn to uh, the God who sustains the life of all creation. Um, and in this psalm, we can detect a couple of things going on at the same time. One is um, the exaltation of God as the one who, from whom the order and the ongoing sustenance of the creation uh, comes forth. But also it serves as a kind of um, uh, a kind of polemical argument against uh, the exalting of any particular aspect of creation into the place of God. Um, we have to kind of situate the psalm um, in, the, in, its, in its sort of historical context in the ancient Near Eastern world, um, where, you know, as, as was common in that time and is not all that uncommon these days, but, um, but especially then, um, there were many sort of competing mythologies about, um, you know, which God was, you know, reigned supreme over the others. Most mythologies included um, you know the, these sort of accounts of the warfare among the gods um, who were who were who were over different aspects of creation. So, um, if you can read Psalm 104 in, the, uh, in that light, you can see that um, it, with each item that we go down, the waters of the earth, the waters of the sea, the the you know the the sky, the sun, the moon, the earth, the animals, the trees, all these sorts of different creatures that run around. Um, each of these has a kind of referent in one of the kind of neighboring mythologies that was around Israel at the time. Um, and each one is, it's sort of, it's, it's kind of a play on, it's a, it's a kind of a smackdown on those um, particular myth, mythologies and saying, no, 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 situates those things back in their place in this larger cosmos that is presided over and sustained continually by the God of gods, the one true God. Um, who has no competition and does not vie with anyone else. Everyone else takes their place in this sort of symphony of, of, of orchestrated movement and orchestrated purpose um, that is presided over by that God. And so that's Psalm 104 is a kind of as a positive reorientation uh, of our lives um, as we pray this prayer um, to see everything as, as, as sort of in its place um, in, in subservience to and in obedience to um, the ultimate sort of uh, rule that God uh, has over it. And it, and it does so without kind of going into lengthy you know, counter arguments about why the, the sun is, is not God and why the moon is not God. It just simply says, yeah, the sun knows when it's time for it to go down because someone tells it. 
Uh, and that and that's kind of a way of saying, yeah, the sun isn't the the one in charge, and neither is the moon or any of these other astral you know bodies. So, um, what this does for us as we read through it is it is it creates this kind of imaginative um, uh, kind of field in which the what will what will follow takes place. Um, as we'll see in the psalm, it kind of crescendos after looking at all of these different aspects of creation. It situates humanity as this you know as another as another per, as another being another creature that kind of walks through the earth and does his labor but there's a surprising kind of like minimalism when when the psalmist is talking about humanity it's saying like all these like the great sun that moves through the sky and illuminates the whole earth so man goes about his work and and does his labor until the evening time and when it's time for him to to lay down again um, and so it, it situates humanity, uh, at, you know, for all of its, uh, for it, it being sort of last in the order, suggesting its greatness. Um, it, it, uh, humanity's um, place in this is much, has the same kind of harmonious parallel relationship to everything else, uh, where it, he know, like he has his place and, uh, and humanity gets up and then does their work and then lays back down again. Um, and that is part of God's good order. Um, and that's important for us as we enter into Deuteronomy 8 to understand um, you know, what Moses is getting at as he is giving this last pastoral exhortation to the people as they are preparing to enter the promised land. We have to remember that as we've been reading in Numbers for the last few few days, um, the generation that left Egypt um, is not entering the promised land, and neither is Moses, who himself, uh, def uh, you know, um, sort of defied the Lord and is punished by uh, by not being allowed to enter the promised land. So he's giving this sort of last um, pastoral uh, charge to the people to remember the things that they had seen in the 40 years. And this is, of course, the second generation who was, had seen their, the, the first generation um, commit these errors and be, be sort of ch chastised for it. And so this generation that has spent, you know, that has spent many decades wandering in the wilderness because of the actions of, of those who came before them, um, are now being permitted to enter the promised land. But Moses says, don't think that because you're crossing over that the rules have suddenly changed. Like, remember that if you forget the Lord, um, all the things you saw befall your, your ancestors, those who've gone before you, um, that those things will befall you as well. Um, and the, the, the pastoral charge kind of builds and builds, kind of recounts all these things that we've been seeing happen in Exodus and Numbers. But then the, the kind of summarizing point of it is that very fact of forgetting the Lord and thinking. And what that looks like, as Moses says, is it looks like when we say in our heart, um, I have done this thing by my own power. And that's the crux of it. That's the, 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 the kind of the nucleus of the disease of idolatry that grabs hold of the heart and infects it. And the only antidote for that um, corruption of the heart is, of course, the prayer that our Lord gives us in, in, in Matthew's gospel and in, in Matthew 6. It is this, um, it's this prayer that, um, that he begins to, that, that reorients the heart again away from the um, disease and the corruption of idolatry um, that thinks that it works under its own power and then uh, bestows that power on things that are unworthy of devotion, things that are unworthy of holding that power. And really only at the end of the day, prayer itself is the only antidote to idolatry. And without a consistent, um, a consistent practice of prayer, um, we will fall victim to the, to the corruption of idolatry. Um, and the, the Matthew 6 is, is curious, and this is our, sort of our, our, the point we need to remember in these rogation days we're in now, that prayer itself can become an object of idolatry, of self-idolizing, as Jesus warns us. And so he gives us this prayer, uh, this sort of, sort of simple prayer um, that will, will always reorient the heart if prayed from the heart, um, away from that self-aggrandizing and away from the, the forgetting of the Lord that leads to all manner of evil. And so my exhortation for us as we go through the rogation days where we're focusing on asking for uh, what we need of the Lord and, and re repos being repositioned in, into the uh, posture of supplication is um, remember to ask from the heart. Um, ask for the, the, the true desires of your heart. Um, it does us no good if we pray pretentiously. Um, it does us every good if we pray um, from where our heart actually is. And this is reflected in Jesus says, go into the inner room and pray from there. Um, and so, you know, ask for what you really want and ask uh, and being willing to risk asking for what you desperately want. 
um, because it's there that the Lord wishes to meet each of us. We will continue the uh, morning prayer with the form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good. Pardon all those who have done or wish us evil. Give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any way afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the light of land and joy and the fellowship with thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory, and we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, Heavenly Father, who by thy Son, Jesus Christ, hast promised to all those who seek thy kingdom, the righteousness thereof, all things necessary to their bodily sustenance, send us, we beseech thee, in this our necessity, such moderate rain and showers, that we may receive the fruits of the earth for our, to our comfort and to thy honor, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Chris and Jack, for helping us to uh, do the liturgy. Thank you, Father Hayden, for your inspiring words. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good us. day. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.